0: hello everybody happy sunday this is your host d woods and you're rocking with me on two scoops with dre today is august 14 2022 um i appreciate everyone that tuned in last week i appreciate all of the feedback that i i got it was absolutely amazing um i love you all um i can't begin to thank you for your kind words and your support and the traffic on the website uh everything from amazon to apple music to deezer um you guys definitely had everything popping and so um i wanted to start off with that just saying thank you guys um i am truly humbled and grateful to um, everyone that has reached out and supported and downloaded and purchased and, um, things are only going to keep getting better. So, um, thank you guys so much for, um, for everything. Um, I just truly appreciate it. <clears throat> um, so first things first, um, you know, this week, uh, you know, we lost and Hesh, um, the actress, you know, an accident. Um, a very, very sad and a uh, series of unfortunate events. So, um, prayers go out to all of her family and friends and loved ones and fans. Uh, myself included, being a fan. Um, you know, phenomenal actress, such a great talent. Um, just sad to, you know, hear about that this week. And uh, you know, like I said, prayers go out to her and her family. Um, but today, today, what I wanted to talk about is um, when you're down, When I'm talking about down, down in the trenches, doing bad, um, nowhere to turn to, nobody to turn to, um, because one thing that I said and that you all know and for the new people that are coming in um i am going to always be completely transparent um i chose and choose to be very vocal about this part of my life and uh the past the present and the future where life is going um where i've been and um, the road that i'm on now um so first before we um dive into everything, there's a couple of, um, shout outs that I, I, definitely, uh, I need to, um, you know, definitely do. So first things first, you know, um, I would definitely like to, you know, thank God for blessing me with this opportunity again to, um, get back on such a great platform and, you know, be, uh, an asset to so many people's lives and including my own, um, like to thank my mom for sure she was like what do i need to download how i want to support you um you know i would like to you know definitely give a special shout out to my um significant other um he knows who he is he he rides it's my better half um best friend confidant supporter um stays up countless hours um killing shit in here with these uh the stuff on the on the website, on the blog, um learning to do all of these different things because at this point like I said last week, we're choosing to keep a lot of this in-house versus last time where I was, you know, dealing with publishing um houses and contracts and, and all of that good stuff. You know, down the line who's to say what's going to happen, but right now we're choosing to keep all of this internal in the Woods household, so that means that um, there's a lot of stepping up our skills um, from both of us, and you know, he's definitely been killing shit, you know, he is the real goat. Um, He does his thing all the way around. Um, Great best friend, great partner, uh, ride or die, um, phenomenal father, um son so you know i appreciate you and i i love you definitely um don't even have to say that um my cousin jessica um who chimes in and gives feedback on the website all of the time what needs to be changed what needs to do this definitely making sure that you know at two scoops with Dre, we stay on top of our shit um <clears throat> so i wanted to take this opportunity to you know give her some thanks too uh my friend hot boy josh you know who you are uh appreciate you um jumping in and downloading and you know trying to spread the word and get everything out there too um so you know i definitely wanted to say thank you to those few people and there's so many more so don't feel left out you will get shouted out at some point but those people were on my heart today to let everyone know um just how much they're killing shit for me uh and i appreciate it uh Everyone here at Two Scoops with Dre appreciates it. Um, All of the fans appreciate all your hard work. Um, So thank you guys. So going back to what we were talking about and and this week's title is of this episode is the Miseducation of D Woods, right? Uh, We've heard of the miseducation of so many people, right? Uh, And so tonight what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the miseducation that um, was bestowed upon me if if I should say right um and life's ups and downs the journey that I've been on that I've endured um and how it got me to where I am now right um and where I'm going and in the process the people around you and how those people um sometimes will rally around you at your lowest point in life but when you start to give back up nobody's around or they don't want to support you um they seemingly support you when you're down or they are supporting you when you're down because you're down and that makes them feel good about themselves right um uh, because you don't really pose a threat to their success and their well-being and i always said this shit and actually corinne um Elizabeth, actually, would say this all of the time. People want you to do good. They just don't want you to do better than them, right? Um, but really, some people don't want you to do even a little bit of a good, right? Um, so I've had, I've been, I literally have lived um, coast to coast and toe to toe. I've met so many people, so many quote-unquote, and I'm using air quotes, friends, um, the family calling uh, my mom, mom, and my grandmother, granny, and my little brother, little bro, and I love you, and this and this and that, right? And all the while, it's based off of what mm, what can be done, what can be done from from me to benefit them in some way, but still keeping me down, not giving me too much, um, keeping me in the addiction and the problem, um, all the while watching them grow and keeping me stagnant, right? And some people are like, hey D, what are you talking about? Um, That's not all of them to blame. No, it's not, but when some people are in a position to be helpful or give you that 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 shoulder to lean on or uh, or step on, I guess I should say, and they choose not to because why? Because they know if you step the fuck up, then it's gonna be a motherfucking problem. So, um, I want to. I don't actually want to apologize, but I do want everyone to know that there is. Profanity used on this podcast because I speak freely and I speak and I bring who I am to the table and I will not switch up who I am to... Try to appease someone. So if you're trying to listen to this at work and you don't have your AirPods or your earphones in, earbuds, I suggest that you get them. Or if not, if you're around your friends and y'all can listen to this shit together, then that's what you do. But don't listen to this if you know you're going to get some slack for it, some flack, excuse me, um, from... your bosses, at church, wherever you may choose to be wanting to listen to Two Schools of Dre because I know you guys want to take me everywhere with you and I want to go everywhere you guys go. So I appreciate it. But once again, it says in the the outline, right, of the podcast, adult content, not safe for work, 18 plus, explicit content. So just be prepared. Sometimes I might go... um, without using profanity and then sometimes you may be loaded so um just know that but um okay so people right um i've like i said i've lived coast to coast toe to toe um i've endured a lot of different people people uh, wanting to help me people that know my talent people that know this they know that um but do they really help me but in it, a it, uh, productive way no, they helped keep me down, right? Because, I mean, I don't want to sound egotistical, but it's going to sound egotistical, so fuck it, right? Um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have that type of support growing up where, you know, education was stressed, right? Um, from my mother, I will say, from my mom. And I had some some role models, you know, um, the women in the family definitely modeled um, the importance in education and success. So I did know that education was important and there was no not doing homework or any of that shit. It was like, no, nope, you're doing this. This is what you're doing. You want to strive for this. Um, you want to have your picture in every, um, every club in the yearbook as possible. You want to go to school. You want to go to college. You want to do this. You want to do that. And at times it seemed very attractive. And I think honestly, deep down inside, I really wanted to do all of those things. I just didn't necessarily know how to do all of those things. And I also lacked help asking for help. I didn't have humility to say, Hey, help me. Because a lot of people were still asking me to this day. They'll say, Hey D, what is one of the things that you regret the most? And I'll say not going to college immediately. Um, and, you know, taking me, um, you know, some time to actually get there um, because I didn't really understand the level of importance. And then when I did go to college, it was like, um, it was a party house. That's what I chose to, you know, I left and I went to school. I went to a, a really great school in in Minnesota and um, hanging out with the frat guys and you know and uh, sororities and all of those people and um i didn't really exercise the right to education right i exercised my right to party and that's exactly what i did and so um i excelled very well in school and academics and all that stuff um so i say all of that to say i guess you could say i'm pretty fucking smart Uh, I would say I'm pretty smart, and I think that anyone that actually truly knows me would definitely say the same thing, too. Um, And I try to give the education away to people uh, freely. I've always loved books. I've always loved reading. I love writing. Um, I've always tried to learn something, even still to this day. I try to tell people, people that I mentor, at the end of the night, you want to lay your head down uh, with knowing that you've attained something new from that day some new form of knowledge right because it's extremely important and i don't care if it's um wikipedia or watching the history channel or national geographic um but you need to learn something and so i've always tried to push for that and i try to push other people to do the same thing um and so, when my head is on straight, right? Uh, I know what to do, how to do it, how to go about doing it, and I make shit happen. Um, but there's this other side of me that, like I said earlier, going to the back to college and the partying and the drugs and the alcohol, that's a part of me that um uh, that I love and I live for partying. And the turn up. And like being the life of the party. Except for me. I don't know when the fuck to stop partying. Right? We go out for the weekend. I go to the club. Everybody's drinking. Doing this. Smoking the blood. Um, I go home. And I'm still doing that. I'm still doing the partying. I'm still kicking it and drinking and snorting and doing this and that. And it's already Tuesday. And everybody's like, what the fuck, D? Like, you still turned up? And so... Time started to pass by. And so some of those key players um, and some of those really great people in my life, those friends and um, certain family members were kind of like, all right, well, you need to get your shit together or you don't want to get your shit together. I don't want to be a part of the destruction and the demise of D-Woods. Right. And so um, I would latch on to these false families and these false hopes in, um, because my family was the problem, right? That's what I used to say. It was my family. They were the problem. They didn't understand me. Uh, so I want to go over here where my friend's mom smokes blunts and snorts cocaine with her, and that's the thing to do. I wish I had that type of mom. How crazy is that? Just saying that aloud right now um, and having the mature mind that I have, that is absolutely insane because I could not even remotely think of um doing those types of things today with you know with my son you know and and god willing you know in the next less than a year um daughter too you know um we'll talk a lot more about that but yes no we are um my husband and i are aiming for a daughter um to accompany our beautiful son and so that way he's not the only child and you know um give some beautiful sweet daughter a, a, a beautiful life too um so like i said god willing and you know like i said we will definitely um follow and our journey into parenting is well documented and footage and um clips of those will start to be released um soon on um vimeo and some other streaming platforms um there's some stuff that's still being worked out um stuff that we're still doing um so you know so thank you um and i appreciate you know your support and all your encouragement with that too um it's been super super duper helpful um and i want to say um Yeah, so, with that, right, these people are coming around and, uh, want these things and, um, it's kind of like, Dre, like, um, what can you do for me, right, in a sense, uh, whether it be, I need you to babysit my kids, I need you to clean my house, here, I'll buy you some heroin to, um, so that way you're not going to withdraw. So that way you can function. So that way you could be Molly the maid, right? Um, and knowing that everything else is kind of being pushed to the side, right? Because when I get in that mode, I ain't really thinking about school or education. Actually, I, I would still try to learn things. I remember I would get like really high and, and uh, get on. Wikipedia or National Geographic and be learning shit, and I have my little notebook with all these little scribblings and writings and poems and and short stories and contacts and things like that and um, little things that I would see or people or places or things and I would write them down and go back and do further research on them. So I can't discredit myself and say that I wasn't still even trying to learn then, but I wasn't fully coherent and present and having that true desire Uh, to learn right i remember i would be so bitter at watching everyone else live their life and go to school and graduate and getting married and having babies and buying houses and shit i would be so bitter there was a part of me that was um there was a part of me that was really sincere and sincerely happy for everyone and then there was the other half of me that i was just like what the fuck what about me um fucking 25 28 29 30 years old and i don't have shit truly shit of my own okay i got some armani and some burberry and some shit like that but i don't have anything to um Secure my future or to be uh living a better life right I have no bank accounts, I have no cars in my name, I have some clothes majority of them were probably stolen um only thing that I have to my name is the thief, the drug addict um and <clears throat> uh, the people that I surrounded myself with chose to keep me there like I said um and That's how I thought the rest of my life was going to be. Um, And so sometimes people, like I said way earlier when we first started this, you know, 20 minutes ago, is that um, people can know your capabilities and your strengths and your weaknesses and they'll focus on the weaknesses and keep you there rather than trying to help you um, with your strengths and your abilities to succeed because um, they know that you truly are a threat when you are in a clear state of sound mind and body and you can really make some shit happen for yourself, right? Um, so they feel bad. They feel bad. Again, I'm going to say that again. They feel fucking bad when you on top of your motherfucking shit. When you on top of your shit, they think that they ain't shit. Because they too busy trying to compare themselves to you. Too busy trying to compare themselves to you. Because they so busy looking at when you were strung out on dope and you were around here and you were stealing shit from everybody. Nobody wanted you around. You running in and out of stores. You picking up cigarette butts off the ground, rolling cigarettes. You begging for a dollar. You stealing quarters. You doing this. You stealing people's credit card information. You stealing from the people that you love the most. They like it when you stay there. They like it when you stay there because they feel good about themselves. And I know you motherfuckers know I'm not lying to you. Right. Um, I remember everything that I just shared was actually a part of of, of my story. The picking up random cigarettes off of the ground, um, stealing from all my loved ones, feeling extremely bad while I'm doing it, but also none of them really wanted to fuck with me and I can't really blame them. Now, like, okay, you didn't want to fuck with me. Okay, I wouldn't want to have fucked with me either, right? Um, But then the people that were okay with what you were doing, right? Um, They were okay with you stealing from your family because they knew that they were going to benefit and they were going to get high from it too. They knew that they were going to get some fucking cigarettes and they was going to get some dope and they was going to party and alcohol and you treating and you're going to the club and y'all going to Wendy's and y'all doing this. And if you hit a big enough sting that you're going to be living a good life for like a week. Okay? And so they're not going to tell you, no, D, that is absolutely insane. You better not do that shit. Um, hey, let's sober up and let's go get a job where, hey, let's. when I say mm-hmm. let's, I mean sometimes they could be in that same situation too or they could be sober but they just want to keep you down right because they want to have something to talk about right um they look at their little boring ass lives with no excitement and their little minimum wage job that they've been in and haven't progressed and annual reviews come and they still fucking suck and they get um written up and they change jobs every excuse me they change jobs every um Every time the wind blows, right? They know when you own your shit, oh you own your shit. Right? Life is beautiful. Um you are truly blessed. You have all of these things, right? And some people are praying on your downfall and your demise. I'm not lying to y'all. Yeah, no, I'm not lying. Um, and that was um the story of me and all of those people but see one thing for sure is that eventually oh i woke up and i cleared my mind from all of the haze right and then I had to re reevaluate everybody that was in my life. And there were some people that, through all of that, that were um, extremely loyal, supporting, and encouraging. They weren't supportive of the addiction. But they are like, hey, let's get you off of drugs. Let's get you into treatment. Let's do this. Let's focus on this writing career. And let's focus on this and um, the blogging and and sharing your gifts with the world. Let's focus on that. I'm not here to support any of the other bullshit, and so those people, um, they were no brainers for me to keep around. And then there were the other people, like I said, um, the ones that, uh supported the problem and chose to keep me in the problem, uh, because they're in the problem, right? Or their little minimum wage job they felt really good about. They, you know, you might get employee of the month. Okay, uh. But they know when you bring it back on your shit or when you on your shit, woo, it's terrible. It's painful. And it's painful sometimes for people to actually see you fucking succeed. It's painful. It's painful for them. But just because, just like I said, I was that guy that when I would see somebody, you know, get newly engaged or, you know, just bought a house or shit, even an apartment. And I'm like, uh, here I am stuck, stuck, and for me to actually succeed and to do well and thrive, I knew that I had to separate myself from a lot of those people. Okay, um, and that's what I chose to do. And some of it was, some of them were rather easy to separate from, and some of them were kinda fucking hard. Some of them were hard in the sense uh, because I felt like they loved me or they had my best interest or they were down and they were in my corner and they rode with me through thick and thin. They used to ride with me to go hit this leg and they did this. And when I didn't have nowhere to stay, they let me sleep in their closet. Hello, closet. First of all, right? That makes no sense, but that's how distorted my thinking was. My thinking was distorted, right? I had this problem and, uh I remember some people would just try to use me for some connections. You know, they like, oh, well, you know, you know, Blase Blase. And then, you know, through her, you know, she fucked with Wayne. And so then I know that you done met Wayne. Or, you know, you uh, you rock with this person and you can get in the Grammy party and you can do this. And, you know, everybody, a lot of people wanted to come around in February because they knew. February, March, it depends on when, you know, you um, The Grammy Awards were, but everybody, I mean, for people that don't know, there's a big buildup to the Grammys, right? You have all of these parties and you have these shows and these exhibits and everything like that. And so they knew, oh, um, D can get us in some of these parties for sure, you know? And so people were around for that type of shit. They were around for that type of shit. They came around. And my dumbass, like, yeah, you know, come on, I got you, you know? But it was really because I wanted to be accepted because I was alone. I didn't have anybody, right? And I, nobody, the people that I really wanted to be there didn't really want to, I guess I shouldn't say they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be a part of that. They wanted to be there. They wanted to be in my life. They wanted to see me thrive and succeed, but they didn't want to be a part of the, the demise and a the downfall, the dope fiend shit, right? Um, and so getting my shit together, right? Or us getting our shit together, right? Because this is about us, right? I just use me as the example to build off of, you know, to share. Um but when we start getting our shit together, um, people start looking at us and then they become unsupportive, right? I mean, the first giveaway for me is always it's the likes on social media do you wait a minute D do you do shit for likes on social media absolutely not but I do like to share blessings not all of my blessings because everybody don't need to know all of your blessings Right, because they if they know ahead of time that was me too, I let people know shit prematurely, and then some shit would not work out, and then I'm wondering why that didn't work out. Well, that's because you had too many motherfuckers in on it, and they probably was praying that it didn't succeed. God damn it! And guess what? It didn't fucking succeed. But I never understood that until it took some wise people. It took me. It took my mom, and my aunt, and she knows who she is. Um, to say. You got to stop letting everybody know your moves, right? Um, I was excited when I graduated from college and all of that. So I wanted to let everybody to know. But then I was ready to let them know that I was going back again, baby. You know, I'm getting this bachelor's in social work now, baby. And all of that. And it's like, chill. I wouldn't let nobody know shit until I'm walking across the stage or until I walked it. And that was very difficult for me because... so much of my early adulthood was up and down up and down not truly successful not nearly as successful as i am now you know our blessings do um to the most high but um <clears throat> i wanted to share everybody like look i'm not that dope any motherfucker anymore that everybody talked about and thought about and look down on and all that shit i got my shit together and i want all of y'all to know yep um and so i had to learn that sometimes we have to move in silence right um and a lot of people were um totally surprised and caught off guard that um that my husband and I have been married for the amount of time that we actually have been married. And so, um, they asking like, why are you guys ashamed to be married and all of this? And there's like, no, um, we wanted to spend that time, um, with us and enjoying it and being happy. And we chose to let everybody know when we chose to let everybody to know. We wanted everybody to know. Um, and, It's like, because sometimes, man, like I said, people will knock some shit down or hope some shit don't succeed or they will try to destroy some shit. Right. Um, I've had relationships or what I thought was relationships, but now I'm being actually in a true um, loving and um, a very mature adult relationship. I was not in a relationship. I was in these uh, situations right but you get too many people involved and then now they got they got your boot things facebook and then this and they got the number and then you do one thing and then they text in like oh see you need to leave the you know the, dna no good for you you know blah 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 or vice versa you know and um so it's like some things have to be kept um to close to the chest because if you don't Sometimes shit will not happen because they're, I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even like capping, no cap. People will pray that you don't, that one thing does not work out in your favor because that'd be one less thing that they have to try to compete with you against, right? Um, our kid, right? Um, our son, we chose to keep that a secret too. As any other, sometimes, you know, especially like, um, couples that, um, might struggle, um, with the impregnation process, right. And they choose to go IVF or a surrogate. Um, sometimes they won't tell people until, um, they're further along in the pregnancy because they've had three, four, five miscarriages and they, um, don't want to quote unquote jinx it or whatever like that. Um, and, and, and our situation was no different, right? Um, I think that if anything, um, people, um, society as a whole, will kind of say, well, these two guys are trying to parent a kid, right? Um, And this kid is going to grow up confused and people are going to make fun of this kid because this kid got um, two dads and all of that, you know, the normal shit that... Um, society has programmed them to think like and act like right Um, because that's me because i've had that shit happen and since i've let everybody some people know where we're at with this pregnancy right uh people want to act like uh how's that gonna work Hello everybody. Happy Sunday. This is your host, D Woods, and you're rocking with me on Two Scoops with Dre. Today is August 14, 2022. Um, I appreciate everyone that tuned in last week. I appreciate all of the feedback that I I got. It was absolutely amazing. Um I love you all. Um I can't begin to thank you for your kind words and your support and the traffic on the website uh, everything from amazon to apple music to deezer um you guys definitely had everything popping and so um i wanted to start off with that just saying thank you guys um i am truly humbled and grateful to um everyone that has reached out and supported and downloaded and purchased and, um, things are only going to keep getting better. So, um, thank you guys so much for, um, for everything. Um, I just truly appreciate it. <clears throat> um, so first things first, um, you know, this week, uh, you know, we lost Anne Hesh, um, the actress, you know, an accident. Um, very very sad and a uh, series of unfortunate events. So, um, prayers go out to all of her family and friends and loved ones and fans. Uh, myself included, being a fan, um, you know, phenomenal actress, such a great talent. Um, just sad to, you know, hear about that this week. And, uh, you know, like I said, prayers go out to her and her family. Um, but today today what I wanted to talk about is um when you're down when I'm talking about down down in the trenches doing bad um nowhere to turn to nobody to turn to um because one thing that I said and that you all know and for the new people that are coming in um I am going to always be completely transparent um I chose and choose to be very vocal about this part of my life and, uh, the past, the present, and the future, where life is going, um, where I've been, and, um, the road that I'm on now. Um, so, first, before we, um, dive into everything, there's a couple of, um, shout-outs that I, I definitely, uh, I need to, um, you know, definitely do so. First things first, you know, um, I would definitely like to, you know, thank God for blessing me with this opportunity again to, um, get back on such a great platform and, you know, be uh, an asset to so many people's lives, in- including my own. Um, like to thank my mom for sure. She was like, What do I need to download? How do I want to support you? Um, you know, I would like to you know definitely give a special shout out to my um significant other um he knows who he is he he rides it's my better half um best friend confidant supporter um stays up countless hours um killing shit in here with these uh the stuff on the on the website, on the blog, um, learning to do all of these different things because at this point, like I said last week, we're choosing to keep a lot of this in house versus last time where I was, you know, dealing with publishing um houses and contracts and and all of that good stuff. You know, down the line who's to say what's gonna happen but right now we're choosing to keep all of this internal in the Woods household, so that means that um, there's a lot of stepping up our skills um, from both of us, and you know, he's definitely been killing shit, you know, he is the real goat. Um, He does his thing all the way around. Um, Great best friend, great partner, uh, ride or die, um, phenomenal father, um son so you know i appreciate you and i I love you definitely um don't even have to say that um my cousin jessica um who chimes in and gives feedback on the website all of the time what needs to be changed what needs to do this definitely making sure that you know at two scoops with dre we stay on top of our shit um so i wanted to take this opportunity to you know give her some thanks too uh my friend hot boy josh you know who you are uh appreciate you um jumping in and downloading and you know trying to spread the word and get everything out there too um so you know i definitely wanted to say thank you to those few people and there's so many more so don't feel left out you will get shouted out at some point but those people were on my heart today to let everyone know um just how much they're killing shit for me uh and i appreciate it uh Everyone here at Two Scoops with Dre appreciates it, um, all of the fans appreciate all your hard work, um, so thank you guys. So, going back to what we were talking about, and and this week's title is of this episode is The Miseducation of D Woods, right? Uh, we've heard of the miseducation of so many people, right? Um, and so tonight what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the miseducation that um, was bestowed upon me if if i should say right um and life's ups and downs the journey that i've been on that i've endured um and How it got me to where i am now right? Um, and where i'm going and in the process the people around you and how those people um sometimes will rally around you at your lowest point in life but when you start to give back up nobody's around or they don't want to support you um they seemingly support you when you're down or they are supporting you when you're down because you're down and that makes them feel good about themselves right um uh, because you don't really pose a threat to their success and their well-being and i always said this shit and actually corinne um Elizabeth actually we say this all of the time. People want you to do good. They just don't want you to do better than them, right? Um, but really some people don't want you to do even a little bit of a good, right? Um, so I've had, I've been, I literally have lived um, coast to coast and toe to toe. I've met so many people, so many quote-unquote, and I'm using air quotes, friends, um, the family calling uh, my mom, mom, and my grandmother, granny, and my little brother, little bro, and I love you, and this and this and that, right? And all the while, it's based off of what mm, what can be done, what can be done from from me? to benefit them in some way but still keeping me down not giving me too much um, keeping me in the addiction and the problem um all the while watching them grow and keeping me stagnant right and some people are like hey d what are you talking about um that's not all of them to blame no it's not but when some people are in a position to be helpful or give you that 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 shoulder to lean on or or step on, I guess I should say, and they choose not to because why? Because they know if you step the fuck up, then it's gonna be a motherfucking problem. So, um, I want to. I don't actually want to apologize, but I do want everyone to know that there is profanity used on this podcast because i speak freely and i speak and i bring who i am to the table and i will not switch up who i am to try to appease someone so if you're trying to listen to this at work and you don't have your airpods or your earphones in earbuds i suggest that you get them or if not if you around your friends and y'all can listen to this shit together then that's what you do but don't listen to this if you know you're going to um, get some slack for it, some flack, excuse me, um, from um, your bosses at church, wherever you may choosing to be wanting to listen to the Two Schools of Dre because I know you guys want to take me everywhere with you and I want to go everywhere you guys go. So I appreciate it. But once again, it says in the, um, in the outline, right, of the podcast, adult content, not safe for work, 18 plus, explicit content. So just be prepared sometimes i might go um without using profanity and then sometimes you might be loaded so um just know that but um okay so people right um i've like i said i've lived coast to coast toe to toe um i've endured a lot of different people people uh, wanting to help me, people that know my talent, people that know this, they know that. Um, but do they really help me in it, a it, uh, productive way? No, they help keep me down. Right? Because, I mean, I don't want to sound egotistical, but it's going to sound egotistical, so fuck it. Right? Um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have that type of support growing up where, you know, education was stressed. Right? Um, from my mother. I will say for my mom and I had some, some role models, you know, um, the women in the family definitely modeled, um, the importance in education and success. So I did know that education was important and there was no, not doing homework or any of that shit. It was like, nope, you're doing this. This is what you're doing. You want to strive for this. Um, you want to have your picture in every, um, Every club in the yearbook as possible. You want to go to school, you want to go to college, you want to do this, you want to do that. And at times it seemed very attractive. And I think, honestly, deep down inside, I really wanted to do all of those things. I just didn't necessarily know how to do all of those things. And I also lacked help, asking for help. I didn't have humility to say, hey, help me because. A lot of people would still ask me to this day, they'll say, Hey, D, what is one of the things that you regret the most? And I'll say, Not going to college immediately. Um, and, you know, taking me, um, you know, some time to actually get there. Um, because I didn't really understand the level of importance. And then when I did go to college, it was like, um, it was a party house. That's what I chose to, you know, I left and I went to school. I went to a, a really great school in, in Minnesota and, um, hanging out with the frat guys and, you know, and the uh, sororities and all of those people. And, um, I didn't really exercise the right to education, right? I exercised my right to party and that's exactly what I did. And so, um, I excelled very well in school and academics and all that stuff um so i say all of that to say i guess you could say i'm pretty fucking smart um i would say i'm pretty smart and i think that anyone that actually truly knows me would definitely say the same thing too um and i try to give the education away to people uh freely i've always loved books i've always loved reading i love writing Um, I've always tried to learn something, even still to this day. I try to tell people, people that I mentor, at the end of the night, you want to lay your head down um, with knowing that you've attained something new from that day, some new form of knowledge, right? Because it's extremely important. And I don't care if it's um, Wikipedia or watching the History Channel or National Geographic, um, but you need to learn something and so i've always tried to push for that and i try to push other people to do the same thing um and so when my head is on straight right uh i know what to do how to do it how to go about doing it and i make shit happen um but there's this other side of me that like i said earlier going to the back to college and the partying and the drugs and the alcohol that's a part of me that um that i love and i live for partying and the turn up and like being the life of the party except for me i don't know when the fuck to stop partying right we go out for the weekend i go to the club everybody's drinking doing this smoking the blood um i go home and i'm still doing that i'm still doing the partying I'm still kicking it and drinking and snorting and doing this and that. And it's already Tuesday. And everybody's like, what the fuck, D? Like, you still turned up? And so time started to pass by. And so some of those key players um, and some of those really great people in my life, those friends and um, certain family members were kind of like all right well you need to get your shit together or you don't want to get your shit together i don't want to be a part of the destruction and the demise of d woods right and so um i would latch on to these false families and these false hopes and um because my family was the problem right that's what i used to say it was my family they were the problem they didn't understand me Uh, so i want to go over here where my friend's mom smokes blunts and snores cocaine with her and that's the thing to do i wish i had that type of mom how crazy is that just saying that aloud right now um and having the mature mind that i have that is absolutely insane because i could not even remotely think of um doing those types of things today with you know with my son, you know, and and God willing, you know, in the next less than a year, um, daughter too, you know, um, we'll talk a lot more about that, but yes, no, we are, um, my husband and I are aiming for a daughter, um, to accompany our beautiful son, and so that way he's not the only child, and you know, um, give some beautiful sweet daughter uh, uh, a beautiful life too um so like i said god willing and you know like i said we will definitely um follow and our journey into parenting is well documented and footage and um clips of those will start to be released um soon on um vimeo and some other streaming platforms um there's some stuff that's still being worked out um stuff that we're still doing um so you know so thank you um and i appreciate you you know your support and all your encouragement with that too um it's been super super duper helpful um and i want to say um yeah so with that right these people are coming around and uh I want these things and um it's kind of like dre like um what can you do for me right in a sense uh whether it be i need you to babysit my kids i need you to clean my house here i'll buy you some heroin to um so that way you're not going to withdraw so that way you can function so that way you can be molly the maid right um and knowing that everything else is kind of being pushed to the side. Right? Because when I get in that mode I ain't really thinking about school or education. Actually, i I would still try to learn things. I remember I would get like really high and, and uh, get on Wikipedia or National Geographic and be learning shit and I have my little notebook with all these little scribblings and writings and poems and, and short stories and contacts and things like that and um, little things that I would see or people or places of things and I would write them down and go back and do further research on them. So I can't discredit myself and say that I wasn't still even trying to learn then. But I wasn't fully coherent and present and having that true desire. Uh, to learn, right I remember I would be so bitter at watching everyone else live their life and go to school and graduate and getting married and having babies and buying houses and shit. I would be so bitter. There was a part of me that was um there was a part of me that was really sincere and sincerely happy for everyone and then there was the other half of me that I was just like, What the fuck what about me?' I'm fucking 25, 28, 29, 30 years old, and I don't have shit, truly shit of my own. Okay, I got some Armani and some Burberry and some shit like that, but I don't have anything to um secure my future or to be uh living a better life right i have no bank accounts i have no cars in my name i have some clothes majority of them were probably stolen um only thing that i have to my name is the thief the drug addict um and uh, the people that i surrounded myself with chose to keep me there like i said um and that's how I thought the rest of my life was gonna be um And so sometimes people like I said way earlier when we first started this you know 20 minutes ago is that um people can know your capabilities and your strengths and your weaknesses and they'll focus on the weaknesses and keep you there rather than trying to help you um, with your strengths. And your abilities to succeed because um, they know that you truly are a threat when you are in a clear state of sound mind and body and you can really make some shit happen for yourself right Um, so they feel bad they feel bad again I'm gonna say that again they feel fucking bad when you on top of your motherfucking shit when you're on top of your shit, they think that they ain't shit because they're too busy trying to compare themselves to you too busy trying to compare themselves to you because they so busy looking at when you were strung out on dope and you were around here and you were stealing shit from everybody nobody wanted you around you running in and out of stores you picking up cigarette butts off the ground rolling cigarettes you begging for a dollar you stealing quarters you doing this you stealing people's credit card information you stealing from the people that you love the most they like it when you stay there they like it when you stay there because they feel good about themselves. And I know you motherfuckers know I'm not lying to you. Right? Um, I remember everything that I just shared was actually a part of, of, of my story. The picking up random cigarettes off of the ground. Um, stealing from all my loved ones. Feeling extremely bad while I'm doing it. But also, none of them really wanted to fuck with me. And I can't really blame them. Now, like, okay, you didn't want to fuck with me. Okay, I wouldn't want to have fucked with me either right um but then the people that were okay with what you were doing right um they were okay with you stealing from your family because they knew that they were gonna benefit and they were gonna get high from it too they knew that they were gonna get some fucking cigarettes and they was gonna get some dope and they was gonna party and alcohol and you treating, and you're going to the club and y'all going to wendy's and y'all doing this and if you hit a big enough sting that you're gonna be living a good life for like a week Okay. And so they're not going to tell you, no, D, that is absolutely insane. You better not do that shit. Um, hey, let's sober up and let's go get a job. Or, hey, let's, when I say mm-hmm. let's, I mean, sometimes they could be in that same situation too. Or they could be sober, but they just want to keep you down, right? Because they want to have something to talk about, right? Um, they look at their little boring ass lives with no excitement and their little minimum wage job that they've been in and haven't progressed and annual reviews come and they still fucking suck and they get, um, written up and they change jobs every, excuse me, they change jobs every, um, every time the wind blows, right? They know when you own your shit, Oh, you own your shit, right? Life is beautiful. Um, you are truly blessed you have all of these things right and some people are praying your downfall and your demise i'm not lying to y'all yeah no, know i'm not lying um and that was um the story of me and all of those people but see one thing for sure is that eventually oh i woke up and i cleared my mind from all of the haze right and then I had to re reevaluate everybody that was in my life. And there were some people that, through all of that, that were um, extremely loyal, supporting, and encouraging. They weren't supportive of the addiction. But they are like, hey, let's get you off of drugs. Let's get you into treatment. Let's do this. Let's focus on this writing career. And let's focus on this and um, the blogging and, and sharing your gifts with the world. Let's focus on that. I'm not here to support any of the other bullshit, and so those people, um, they were no brainers for me to keep around. And then there were the other people, like I said, um, the ones that, uh, supported the problem and chose to keep me in the problem, uh, because they're in the problem, right? Or their little minimum wage job they felt really good about. They, you know, you might get employee of the month. Okay, um. Uh, but they know when you get back on your shit or when you own your shit, woo, it's terrible. It's painful. And it's painful sometimes for people to actually see you fucking succeed. It's painful. It's painful for them. But just because, just like I said, I was that guy that when I would see somebody, you know, get newly engaged or, you know, just bought a house or shit, even an apartment. And I'm like, uh, here I am stuck, stuck, and for me to actually succeed and to do well and thrive, I knew that I had to separate myself from a lot of those people. Okay, um, and that's what I chose to do. And some of it was, some of them were rather easy to separate from, and some of them were kind of fucking hard. Some of them were hard in a sense uh, because I felt like they loved me or they had my best interest or they were down and they were in my corner and they rode with me through thick and thin. They used to ride with me to go hit this leg and they did this. And when I didn't have nowhere to stay, they let me sleep in their closet. Hello closet. First of all, right. That makes no sense, but that's how distorted my thinking was. My thinking was distorted, right? I had this problem and, uh, i remember some people would just try to use me for some connections you know they're like oh well you know you know blase blase and then you know through her you know she fucked with wayne and so then i know that you done met wayne or you know you uh you rock with this person and you can get in the grammy party and you can do this and you know everybody a lot of people wanted to come around in february because they know february march it depends on when you know um uh, the Grammy Awards were, but everybody, I mean, for people that don't know, there's a big buildup to the Grammys, right? You have all of these parties and you have these shows and these exhibits and everything like that. And so they knew, oh, um, D can get us in some of these parties for sure, you know? And so people were around for that type of shit. They were around for that type of shit. They came around. And my dumb ass, like, yeah, you know, come on, I got you, you know? But it was really because I wanted to be accepted because I was alone. I didn't have anybody right and I nobody the people that I really wanted to be there didn't really want to I guess I should not say they didn't want to be there they didn't want to be a part of that they wanted to be there they wanted to be in my life they wanted to see me thrive and succeed but they didn't want to be a part of the the demise and a downfall the dope fiend shit right Um. and so getting my shit together right or us getting our shit together, right? Because this is about us, right? I just use me as the example to build off of, you know, to share. Um but when we start getting our shit together, um, people start looking at us and then they become unsupportive, right? I mean, the first giveaway for me is always it's the likes on social media. Do you, wait a minute, D, do you do shit for likes on social media? Absolutely not. But I do like to share blessings, not all of my blessings because everybody don't need to know all of your blessings, right? Because they they know ahead of time that was me too. I let people know shit prematurely and then some shit would not work out. And then I'm wondering why that didn't work out. Well, that's because you had too many motherfuckers in on it and they probably was Praying that it didn't succeed. God damn it. And guess what? It didn't fucking succeed. But I never understood that until it took some wise people. It took me. It took my mom and my aunt. And she knows who she is. Um. To say, you gotta stop letting everybody know your moves, right? Um. I was excited when I graduated from college and all of that, so I wanted to let everybody to know, but then I was ready to let them know that I was going back again, baby, you know, I'm getting this bachelor's in social work now, baby, and all of that, and it's like, chill. I wouldn't let nobody know shit until I'm walking across the stage or until I walked it, and I, it, that was very difficult for me because so much of my early adulthood was up and down up and down not truly successful not nearly as successful as i am now you know our blessings do um to the most high but um i wanted to share everybody like look i'm not that dope fiend motherfucker anymore that everybody talked about and thought about and looked down on and all that shit i got my shit together and i want all of y'all to know yep um and so i had to learn that sometimes we have to move in silence right um and a lot of people were um totally surprised and caught off guard that um that my husband and i had been married for the amount of time that we actually had been married and so um they're asking like why are, are you guys ashamed to be married and all of this and they're just like no um we wanted to spend that time um with us and enjoying it and being happy and we chose to let everybody know when we chose to let everybody to know we wanted everybody to know um and it's like because sometimes man like i said people will knock some shit down or hope some shit don't succeed or they will try to destroy some shit right um i've had relationships or what i thought was relationships but now being actually in a true um loving and um a very mature adult relationship. I was not in a relationship. I was in these uh situations. Right? But you get too many people involved and then now they got they got your boot things Facebook and then this and they got the number and then you do one thing and then they text him like, oh see, you need to leave the you know the ain't no good for you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or vice versa, you know, and um So it's like some things have to be kept um, to close to the chest because if you don't, sometimes shit will not happen because I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even like capping no cap. People will pray that you don't that one thing does not work out in your favor because that will be one less thing that they have to try to compete with you against, right? Um, our kid right, um, our son, we chose to keep that a secret too, as any other, sometimes, you know, especially like, um, couples that, um, might struggle, um, with the impregnation process, right, and they choose to go IVF or a surrogate, um, sometimes they won't tell people until, um, they're further along in the pregnancy because they've had three, four five miscarriages and they, um, uh, don't want to quote unquote jinx it or whatever like that. Um, and, and, and our situation was no different, right? Um, I think that if anything, um, people, um, society as a whole will kind of say, well, these two guys are trying to parent a kid, right? Um, And this kid is going to grow up confused and people are going to make fun of this kid because this kid got um, two dads and all of that. You know, the normal shit that um, society has programmed them to think like and act like, right? Um, Because that's me. Because I've had that shit happen. And since I've let everybody, some people know where we're at with this pregnancy, right? Uh, People want to act like. Uh, how's that going to work? They'll say, how is that shit going to work? Right? How is you and your kid, um, how are you having this kid actually going to work? And the thing is, is... Is going to because that's what we do um, it's all about parenting we grow we are firm believers in um, having these um educating our kids about genders and um, gender identities and sexual identities and uh, pushing for that Right. And not having our kids grow up ignorant and blinded and stereotyped in toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. That is definitely something that we are not fucking around with and choosing to do. We um, definitely want to, um, you know, um, love our kids and support them and and, um, wish for the best. However, everybody's not too happy about us. becoming parents and um, they wonder where we sleep at at night, and what we got going on and all types of weird shit that doesn't even really fucking matter to anybody. Because at the end of the day, I'm not checking or worried about where somebody's sleeping. And my thing is, as long as you got a roof over your head and you safe and you surrounded with um those that love you and you and your significant other, that's all that fucking matters to me. God damn it. That's all that matters to me. And everybody not like that. And people will, um, they hate. They hate when you succeed. They hate that you have elevated. You you've cleared your mind up. You you're getting your shit together. You done got married. You got your some babies. Um, you got your place. You got your car too. Um, you living good. You're eating good. Um, they don't like that because you now. They got to try to compare their fucking life to yours. And, oh, it's going to be hell for them to do. And they got to figure out how they're going to be able to keep up with your Gucci and gold. And they don't have it themselves, right? Um, They got to try to get a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's better than yours with the hopes of um, being married and having a wedding that looks better than yours. Your honeymoon, they have to compare to that. You went to Mexico. They have to make sure that they go to Puerto Rico or the DR. I'm not lying, man. I ain't lying and the thing is y'all know i'm not fucking lying that's the crazy shit but see people people want to keep you in the fucking problem man i promise you they do and so uh i thank you guys for tonight man we're gonna get more into this we're actually gonna have part two of this next week so chime in download share like support um Just, you know, thank you for rocking with Two Scoops with Dre. Um, You guys have a safe and blessed week, and we out of here.